Welcome to this week's edition of Unscripted, featuring Kirby Hassanen and Bill Petrie. Make sure you listen up as we argue to see who can speak louder. And don't forget, we're sponsored by Promo Corners Identity Marketing. All right, enjoy the ride. Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is my good pal, good time player man, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? Always love that question, my friend. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Good to talk to you, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I think we have to thank the one and only, the lovely and talented Johanna Gottlieb from Access Promotions for our new intro this week. Absolutely. She did a great job, I think. Yeah, I thought she did a great job, and we've got a couple other people who have kind of tossed their hat in the ring, and so we'll keep uh, we'll give everybody a couple-week uh, tryout so far and, and see how they go, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and we, I don't know about you, but I really appreciate the interest. Uh, it's just kind of one of those things that we threw out there, and it was cool that a few people have expressed an interest in being a part of it. So uh, a- this is Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, and I appreciate Johanna's interest and her energy. And you know what else I appreciate, Kirby? What's that, Bill? The good people at Bay State Specialty, and I, I'm sure that shocks you, so I hope you're sitting down. But I don't know if you know this. They have their new 2017 catalog available. And it's fantastic. It really is. It's it's a, a veritable potpourri of promotional products that could suit anybody's needs. And do you know how many new products they have this year? How many is that? Well, it's not five. It's not even ten. Damn it, Kirby, it's not even fifteen. It is nineteen new products. Fantastic. Added to just about across all categories. It's amazing. So I would encourage anyone to use their portable Google machine and visit baystate.com and take a gander at those 19 new products. It'll help you sell something. That's for damn sure. I love it. I love it. They're good folks. So I appreciate you giving them the shout out, my friend. You bet. Kirby, you ready to roll? I am. I am. Uh, you want to go right. first? You want me to? I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, and, okay. and as, as always, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me. You got so uh, I am about to do a little bit of Kenny Loggins here and go a highway to the danger zone, <laughs> the danger zone of politics. Yeah. And so I don't want to ignore, I know this podcast is generally about promotional products, but I don't want to ignore what's kind of going on in our world, and, and I, I'm, I'm not going to go deep into where my head is at. But just from an observation perspective, it's it's bothering me mm. that both sides are so polarized. Yeah, um, and it makes me feel like you know I listen to one side and our newly elected president is the worst thing in the world and is destroying everything that's great about the United States. And I listen to the president's supporters and they think he's making America great again. And where I struggle Kirby is a couple things. Number one, I don't know where I can get truly unbiased reporting anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go to CNN, it seems to lean a certain way. If I go to MSNBC, it seems to lean a certain way. God knows if I go to Fox News, it's going to lean a certain way. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of true reporting that just gives me the facts 
all of the facts, not just some of the facts that make an argument, but all the facts so I can make up my own mind on it. Right. And it's really it's really frustrating the hell out of me to to the point where I'm almost I'm almost tuning it out and that's a sad statement I think for any American as we're going through some changing times um I cuz I don't know who to believe. Right. You know, I I know one side would tell me we'll believe us, we've got it, we know what we're talking about and the other side would say the same thing and you know it's it's like what I say to my kids, you know, it's it's your story versus his story and somewhere in the middle is the truth. Right. And and it's 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 killing social media for me. Mm. I, I I you know I've never gotten on social media and thought, wow, there's a salient political point. I'm going to change my way of thinking immediately. Um, but it just it just all the hate and vitriol. It's really frustrating, and I don't know how you navigate that. I know, like I said, I'm kind of navigating it by kind of almost not. I want to say ignoring it, but it's just hard to know what the truth really is right now. No, and, and I, so first of all, you always joke and say, I, I appreciate you having the courage to come on here. I appreciate you having the courage to bring this up because I think it would be almost uh, disingenuous for us to ignore this because I've never seen so many people here, I mean, really in the last week even, let's just say, who've said, okay, Facebook, I'm out. <laughs> like, I, right. I, I just can't do it anymore. And I, I think that, so, so my point about that is I think you're not alone. You're not alone in the idea of saying, Look, I, I don't know who to believe anymore. I'm tired of the hate. I'm tired of the vitriol. Um, and it's funny because um, you know I was actually planning on bringing this up too. You, you and I, you know, know each. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, each week we we you know we joke or we we say it's unscripted. It really is. And so um, I think it's interesting because it's so prevalent. It's everywhere, and it's hard to avoid. And um, you know. I think part of my thought process about it, Bill, is because I agree with you. I think it's really hard um, to find a middle ground. Um, and part of the, the, the piece is, too, is that both sides um, are guilty in the sense that and, – and I said this about the actual election. I said that both parties ran on, on the platform of yeah, but, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but mm -hmm. look at the other person. Um, and so we're seeing that play out right now. But one of the things that I kind of thought about was, you know, it, I think it's important to remember that, that, that there are not two of you, right? right. I, think that, I think that so many people are um, kind of living their lives as if there are two of them, that there's a social media Bill Petrie and then there's right. a real person Bill Petrie. And that's simply not the case. And I think – it, you know, it's one of those things that if you're hateful on online, you can't consider yourself a kind person. No, I would I would agree. I would and, totally agree with that. Yeah, and so you know, I and, you know, to your point too, Bill. And I was thinking about this: is there are some people making some like, you know, I actually have been trying to to read through some of this stuff with an open mind, and there are people who are making good points. Let's just say both sides. But if you yeah. make a good point that you mm -hmm. think Trump is the Antichrist and you make a different point three or four times a day, there's, yeah. there's a point at which you're losing credibility to an audience that you – like, again, do your customers really care what you think about this? And if they disagree with you, aren't you alienating them? It's, I just don't understand the idea that I'm going to talk about this. Would you do it at a cocktail party? Right. Well, right. Well, at least at a cocktail party, you could have actual discourse and interchange. You know, on Facebook, it's just I'm going to drop my truth bomb, whatever that truth bomb may be, yeah. 
and everybody's got to deal with it. Yeah. And here's a, here's a tip. If you want to leave Facebook because you're frustrated with all the social media posts about politics, you can actually do that without informing everybody you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, sure. that's not like a rule by Facebook. You can actually just kind of disappear. Yeah. Um, I just I just wish we, you know, look, our, our nation was founded on um, on disagreements. Yeah. It was founded on mutual respect on those disagreements. And that's what I find so frustrating. Yeah. It's not so much... I don't agree, you know, whatever happened to, I don't agree with you, with what you say, but I'll defend to your death your right to say it. It seems like we've completely forgotten that. And that, that I think is the saddest commentary on where we're at as a society now that there's so little tolerance for other beliefs. Yeah. Um, And that's on both sides. That is on both sides. Both sides need to own that shit. Yeah. Because again, just because I disagree with you does not make you the enemy. Um, it's actually one of the things, I mean, you know, we, we kind of built the entire concept of salt and pepper on that, right? I mean, right. If, for, for those who are unaware, we do a, a, a debate column for Promo Kitchen called Salt and Pepper where we take opposite sides of the industry and we, um, you know, sometimes we create disagreement, but sometimes we actually disagree. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, we start from a place of respect and we actually can have a, a, a uh, an actual discussion without calling each other names. Because if you're calling someone names, you are not changing their mind. No, and, and even <laughs> though I completely disagree with your love of the word swag, I will defend your promo right to say it, Kirby Hossaman. And I appreciate that, my friend. I appreciate. All right, let's. This is that. This a he, that's a heavy way to start off this episode. Let's let's move on to something else. What do you got for us, Kirby? Okay. So here's one, um, you know, I think uh, one of the things I like to do, Bill, is, is bring up things that happen during my week that are, mm-hmm. you know, because my thought about it is, is if, if I have an issue within the industry, my guess is I'm not the only one, right? Um, but I'm very careful not to bring up anybody by name. That's something, you know, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. Um, but I just thought you'd get a kick out of this and I'd be curious to get your opinion on it. So this past week, um, one of the things that we've been trying to do, we've we have a policy about self promotion. Um, <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm in favor of it. Um, but uh, the idea that we try to do self promos uh, once a month, so that gives us an excuse to get out in front of people um, and you know show that we practice what we preach. But you know, again, I believe in the power of promo, and so um, we make it a point to do that. So we were having a meeting recently where we're talking about, hey, here are the, the, the next four or five things that we want to do and build campaigns around. And so we had a, a vendor that has been kind of reaching out to us and saying, hey, we want to do business with you and that sort of thing. So I was like, okay, well, let's let's do something with them. Um, and I asked my, my new assistant, just said, hey, why don't you reach out to them, ask them what their self-promotion policy is, and then we'll, we'll get an order going. Right. And they, 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 we actually saved the email because it was funny. They said, we have discontinued our self-promotion policy. We don't do that anymore. Whoa. That was the entirety of the email. Well, that is definitely short and to the point. <laughs> I was just like, like, not like, hey, our self-promotion policy is net EQP, right? Or, my, or, or our, you know, it is, you know, net, whatever. Our self I was blown away by the idea that they essentially just said, nope, we are not interested in you placing an order with us. Because that's what they yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, you know they could. Yeah, they might as well have just written the email. Please take your business elsewhere. Get bent. <laughs> you know, I mean that that is. 
That is preposterous. I couldn't almost, in my opinion. I would not sell. I don't know what company you're talking about. I really don't. Yeah. But I would have a hard time selling their line. Yeah. I'm all for um, equal partnership and paying for self promos. And God knows there's um, the distributors always asking, "I want free, 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 free." If it's free, it's me. Yeah. But I think there's if there's some sort of fifty fifty participation in self promos or discounted. You know, I, no one's looking for suppliers to lose money, yeah. but essentially you're telling your sales force because distributors are your sales force suppliers. <laughs> you're telling your sales force, yeah, keep selling our shit, but uh, we're not going to give any tools to do that. So enjoy. Okay. So it wasn't just me. I, I was blown away because my initial reaction was, oh, okay, well then we'll just order it from the people that we generally order it for, from because they do, they're very aggressive. And I actually wasn't right. even really like it wasn't like I was looking for some special deal. It was just like, what is your policy? Yeah. <laughs> and and it, That's it, interesting. that was it was just one of those funny moments where you're like, OK, so you don't want me to sell your line. Got it. No problem. Because I always say you train people how to treat you and you well, just sure. trained me how to treat you. <laughs> Well, you train me not to sell your stuff. And I, I, is this supplier? Is it a, a line of products that only they have, or no. can you find that stuff elsewhere? Yeah, no, it's it, no. Again, and so it's a good company. They have good quality stuff. I'm not, you know, again. But it was just, it's one of those moments where you let's. I mean, I can't imagine that that was just some rogue employee that just answered no. the question the way they did. So they've been told to do that, but it's yeah, one of those things where unintended consequences are. Very real. I don't think there's unintended consequences at all. I think the real consequences, and I think that's a, 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 a very flawed policy. And if the owner of that supplier is listening, I am available for consulting work to help you work around this issue or perhaps even full-time employment because it sounds like you've got a real problem, Mr. Supplier. Yeah, that's funny. That's, that's really good, man. That's really good. So anyway, I just thought uh, that I thought that would definitely lighten the mood. And uh, it did. Yeah. So you got anything? All right, I do. Uh, a quick one, then hopefully you've got a quick one, and I've got one to wrap us up. So um, I'm hot under the promo collar, Kirby. I am tired, and I've said this before, but I'm really at a a boiling point of the word disruption being used. Okay. Um. I cannot stand how people say, we're here, to, I'm, I'm known as a disruptor, or I'm going to disrupt our marketplace, I'm going to disrupt my company. I don't think people even know what it means anymore, and disruption, even if you can be a disruptor, if you can disrupt a marketplace, it's incredibly difficult to predict how that disruption is actually going to go. Instead, don't you think people should focus on small incremental changes to create change, to create long-term, uh, maybe a better customer service ex or a customer experience or more uh, more uh, aggressive product line or whatever. I think that small incremental change where you maybe reduce hold times or reallocate your resources to uh, support distributors better or support, if you're a distributor, support your clients better. Rather than screaming how we're going to rip this company apart and completely disrupt everything. Right. I think people need to focus on small incremental change and stop crying and, and proclaiming your disruptor. Because it's just like when you're in middle school. If you have to tell everybody you're cool in middle school, trust me, you're not cool. If you've got to tell everybody you're a disruptor, I got some bad news for you. You're not a disruptor. Yeah. That's no. for other 
disruption is for other people to decide. Yeah. Steve Jobs did not walk around saying, I'm going to disrupt the marketplace. The marketplace, after he did what he did, decided he was a disruptor. That's how it works. Yeah, no, I, I, it's so funny you say that, Bill, because um, as you were kind of warming up on your rant there, I was like, I literally wrote the, the term genius on my, mm-hmm. on my notepad because I'm like, it's kind of like that. You don't get to walk around and tell people you're a genius. That's decided by other people. And I think that, right. you know, I think that's part of the thing is that there are some people in our industry, and I'll say it, that are disrupting, right? But sure. they're, they're generally not the people who are saying it. That, you know what I mean? Like it, that's one of those distinctions that has to be made by others. And so I think that's Absolutely a point. Absolutely has to be made by others. All right. That's my point. You got another one before we wrap it up? I got, I got a quick one at the end. Okay, cool. I've got one. So, it, you know, again, in, the, in the, the space of everyday business, I think one of the challenges that I think a lot of suppliers and distributors are running to are shipping costs. Um, and, you know, You and I talk a lot about this, Bill, so I just want to set the stage. I think that you will back me up and say that I'm not one of those distributors who says that the supplier needs to pay for everything. I really do try to treat things like a partnership and – Yeah, I think think you've done a good job of of, most distributors – I can't even say the word distributor. I'm so hot under the collar. (laughs) Most distributors – they say the word partnership, but they've never taken the time to define it. Right. You have. Yeah. And you define a partnership and, and you know, you're not asking for things for free. Absolutely. So I agree. I agree with you, Kirby. Awesome. So I say that to say, you know, I think that, that shipping costs is one of the challenges that we have as an industry. And, you know, recently, and when I say recently, I think it was yesterday, um, we got an invoice from a sample. So so we ordered four shirts from um, a wholesale um, apparel distributor. And uh, we, we got the, the invoice in, and the shipping on the four shirts was $42. Now, I get it. I get that there are shipping costs. Um, well, hold on. Hold on real quick. Was it, were those four shirts delivered by uh, unicorns or <laughs> right? some special method? Yeah, we called them, and, and they're like, no, that, was not, you know, that shipping charge, that's non-negotiable. That's just what, that's the cost that it is. Now, you're going to be hard-pressed to, to convince me, as someone who actually does ship things and get shipments in on a regular basis, you're going to be hard-pressed to, to convince me that that shipping's not marked up. And if Oh, not, they didn't. They, hold on. They didn't say it wasn't marked up. They said it wasn't negotiable. Yeah, fair, fair. And so I, I, I think it's, it's an interesting thing that we need to be careful about if we are throwing around the term partnership, that we're not gouging our partners when we're ordering samples. But the other but the more I guess the thing I want to get to is look I, there are some things that's out of their the supplier's control and and so I'm I totally get that. I mean the UPS I mean it's hard to ship anything like you want to ship one thing and it's 13 bucks 14 bucks to you know for price of entry. Right. Um, but I wonder if now's the time that if um, we need to start looking at USPS, you know the postal service when it's not uh, something that's urgent because there is a a definite um, lessening of costs when you do that or if maybe it's time for a new player in the shipping game because it's really gotten difficult and out of hand in my opinion i'm well, curious to see your take yeah there's a hybrid solution too um and it's called ups mail innovations where they actually partner with the usps okay. so the package is taken from the supplier the shipper and it's delivered to the local post office and then the local postal service delivers it 
on their regular mail route. Okay. And that does decrease cost. It's called UPS Mail Innovations, and I think it decreases cost by about 20 to 30%. I don't know if there's a need for another player. Um, I, I guess there is. I mean, there's always I, look. There's nobody. There's nothing preventing anyone from becoming another player except a shit ton of money. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, you effectively have a a. You know, I, the way I look at shipping is if I'm going to ship something overnight, I only trust FedEx. I don't trust UPS. Okay. If I'm going to ship something ground. I generally don't trust FedEx. I trust UPS. I mean, that's just the way my bill brain works. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure that's how answering the questions, wasting a lot of time on the podcast, which is always good. <laughs> so well, I, I don't, and I don't, but I don't know if you, uh, the United States Postal Service is really a viable option. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, here's what I guess what my takeaway from your story, what you told me just a second ago and told our audience of four was that you have a, 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 a supplier who's not a partner. Right. You said it's not, you know, it's not right when a partner gouges you for shipping. Well, then they're not a partner, are they? Yeah. No, All right. If, if, if we, if we go to dinner and my expectation is that we're going to split the dinner and all of a sudden I get stuck with the bill. Yeah. I don't feel like that's a partnership. Right. Okay. And, and so, you know, like I said, when I was half joking, you know, they didn't tell you, they didn't mark up the shipping. They just told you it was non-negotiable. Exactly. So, my response might be, again, if there's products either similar or the same available through other supplier partners, my response might be, well, my business is negotiable and I, you just negotiated your way out of it. Yeah. No, it's, trust me, it's, uh, it's already been a conversation around here. So it's, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's an interesting place to draw a line in the sand for sure. So yeah. You why, do you people, why do people suck so much, Kirby? <laughs> Yeah, apparently that's the theme today. It's not, but that wasn't our intention. But no, it was not. All right, we got time for one more quick one. Yes. So I think contractually, because of uh, rights by the National Football League, we cannot call the game on Sunday what it's really called. So let's just call it the big game. Oh, okay. So the big game is. I'm just kidding. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your go-to? It's 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 a day of decadence in the United Snakes. And yes, I said snakes. Uh, it is a de- it's a day of food decadence in the United Snakes. And I would like to know from your opinion, what are your go-to munchies? What does Kirby Hossman want to nosh on during the big game as Tom Brady's being driven into the turf by the very angry Atlanta Falcons defense? Oh, I just love it when you take shots at Joel. Um... So yeah, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. You know that. So it's going to sound weird, but I am all about the burger, just the great American okay. burger. And then I, uh, it probably my one, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not a sweet eater. I don't, I don't eat a lot of sweets. I'm even as a kid, like on my birthday, my mom would be like, what kind of cake do you want? And I'd say pizza. Uh, I don't like those kind of things, but probably my go-to snack Doritos. I'm a big Doritos is there a, guy. Is there a particular flavor of Doritos you prefer? Uh, standard or Cool Ranch. Okay. First of all, standard is horrible, but Cool Ranch <laughs> is definitely acceptable. Cool Ranch is good. Okay, good. Um, but that nacho cheese, first of all, it leaves you with orange fingers, sure. and you get you get really bad Dorito breath. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things wrong with that. Okay, fair. So my go-tos, I like to cook. You know that about me. I think a lot of people know that, but I, mean, I like to cook and create. And so I will make some homemade guacamole. Yep. 
absolutely make some homemade guacamole. And then um, I think, you know, I do like, I do like the sweets, although that doesn't really factor in on Super Bowl. There's, there's, I, I look at it as the food of Kings and I'm talking little cocktail weenies swimming in barbecue sauce. Okay. I like that. That's good. I'm, I'm pretty sure that most royalty across the world, that is their food of choice. Yeah. In any event, you know, yeah. whether it's high lie or polo or football. <laughs> so, yeah, I think well, I'll make some guacamole. I might make some homemade salsa. Um, love to do that. And I like to I like chips and dip during during the big game. That's my thing. I'll just I'd rather munch all day than have like a big burger or something like that. But that's just me. I like it. I like it. It's gonna be gonna be a good game. I'm looking forward to it, man. It, it should be a game. So, final prediction before we go on the game score of the game, Kirby. Final okay. score. Final score. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm going to go 38-35 Patriots. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game as well. Um, I think it's going to be competitive for a little while, but I think one team's going to pull away, and I think it's going to be 87 Falcons and two for the Patriots. They're going to get a safety, and uh, Tom Brady's going to throw 14 interceptions, setting a modern-day football record. So... <laughs> Uh, no, my actual my actual prediction. I say it's going to be forty two to thirty nine Falcons. It's good. Hey, if, if we are even remotely right, that's going to be a fun game to watch, man. Absolutely. And I, actually, that's all I care about. Yeah. If the Patriots win, I'll be happy. If the Falcons win, I'll be happy. I just want a good game. For sure. Well, hey, man, it was good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you, too. One last word. A member, Base State, does have 19 new products added to their categories. So please make sure to visit them on BaseState.com. And one more shout-out to Johanna Gottlieb for recording our intro this week. Really appreciate it, Joe. Yep. Thanks, Joe. Have a great week, everybody. Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.